Michelle Constant on SAFM. So over lockdown, you may have been listening to a lot of radio. You may also have been listening to podcasts, and it seems to be a whole new way, not seems to be, it definitely is a whole new way of thinking about things and uh, of listening to audio in your own time. On the line with us, we have Paul McNally. He's the CEO and co-founder of a project called Volume, really just uh, developing ideas and focusing on the expertise and revenue that helps to uh, create podcasts. Paul, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks very much for having me. So Paul, for those of our listeners who may not know, what is a podcast? What is a podcast? Okay, so it's sort of like recorded audio, if you can imagine that, but in the form of shows. But like you said, you can listen to it in your own time. So you go into a podcasting app and you have a whole host of different shows, if you kind of think of it like like a kind of Netflix and you can subscribe but it's all free and you can subscribe to as many shows as you want and then they just appear on your phone at your convenience and you can listen to them like that. Certainly over the last few months I've been listening to uh, a lot of podcasts and uh, the ones that seem to attract my attention are the kind of... um, I would say maybe one could say crime investigative ones. I'm thinking of Serial, S-Town and the like. What is it about those particular podcasts that people seem to really enjoy? Well, I mean, we produce, so at Volume, we produce a show called Alibi, which is sort of like a South African answer to Serial. Yeah. Um, And we've done two seasons of that. um, And we've looked at different investigations in each season. And I think people are fascinated by crime, as we all know, but also I think people like the idea that a story can unfold over multiple episodes and it can kind of pull you along. And that's something that we found can be really enticing, especially for a way to get South African stories into an international market, is to kind of create this mechanism where people are um, starting with a story and there's a cliffhanger at the end of the first episode and then they move into the next and then the next. And that's something that's a really exciting um, sort of evolution of journalism, if you think of it like that. It's not like something that we're kind of used to in terms of kind of standard storytelling for nonfiction. You know, what perhaps is interesting about that is uh, I'm, I'm just listening to you saying how people can follow a story from beginning to end. And ironically, it was something uh, Ndasha, our producer, and myself were talking about earlier, was this idea that in the media we often don't get a sense of the process, the journey, and the finalization of the story. It seems that the media just often moves very quickly from one story to the next and that it's like a kind of insatiable black hole as opposed to spending time really interrogating a story. Yeah, exactly. And I think the same people are doing both, right? The same people that are listening to these podcasts for sometimes four hours on one story are the same people that are kind of um, just flicking through Twitter and, and trying to absorb as much information as possible. But I think the one is, is kind of a counterbalance to the other. So as we're kind of getting into more um, just uh, rolling news, I think people want to stop and they want to have um, something really meaty to kind of dive into. Um, and, I, and I think that that's, it's, I mean, it's, a, and it's a, an exciting form. And podcasts, I mean, as you know, like radio is really good at telling, telling stories. Um, if you think of like radio dramas and sort of the history of that on radio, there's something really exciting about being able to tell a story in a very linear way. And there's nothing, I, I mean, I believe there's nothing better than audio in being able to tell um, a story sequentially. 
You know, you talk about uh, creation of stories and there's a cost attached to that. This is not a cheap process or an easy product. And I suppose that's uh, one of the challenges even for radio is this idea that a documentary, if you do it properly, takes time, it takes effort, it takes huge costs. Um, And I imagine that the same applies for a podcast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when we created Alibi, we did it as a sort of, you know, lost leader. We didn't, um, and, and podcasting is in such a sort of junior form in South Africa that advertising is not really a big um, draw. So people, are, it's very difficult to get advertising onto your podcast in South Africa. So we created Alibi as, as a kind of promotion. I mean, also it was a passion project and something that I really wanted to do. But at the same time, it was to sort of promote the company and kind of push it forward. Yeah. Um, and we found that that it's not really, uh, you know, the way to create revenue on podcasts in South Africa is to do it with partnerships rather yeah. than advertising. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned the idea of partnerships. It's something I keep thinking about. Um, so, Paul, if we look at uh, the work that you're doing, it's not just in the not-for-profit sector, but it's also a means to for the for-profit sector as well to get their information out there. It's a very different way of marketing in many ways. Yeah, I mean, the idea, I mean, I guess the traditional sort of term for it is sponsored content. But yeah. we found that what we're trying to do more and more is kind of partner with NGOs and brands and any any other organizations and kind of work with them to produce a podcast, but then still kind of bring it under our brand. So we kind of, we don't distinguish between our editorial um, podcasts and our branded podcasts like sort of on the website. It's all, it's, I mean, it's all very obvious and upfront when you listen to it. But at the same time, we want to be able to create something that um, like an organization can be proud of and it can kind of have sort of editorial integrity but still kind of push their message out. And that's what we found is kind of the best way to create revenue for podcasts at the moment, especially, uh, you know, as the market sits currently. Fantastic. That's Paul Nally. He's Mick Nally. He's the CEO and co-founder of a project or or company called Volume, focusing on podcasts and uh, storylines. And if you want to listen to an interesting one, if you're a fan of Malcolm uh, Malcolm Gladwell, you should really listen to the latest series of his uh, podcast called Revisionist History. It's got some great stories there as well. And uh, it's something to keep you entertained when maybe the day is not the day for radio. It's 8.21.